<laughs> oh my goodness, what's that in the back? You got a little spooky bear. Oh, that's cool. I love glows. it. I love it. Yeah. Yes. So, this is the Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. This is the Chris X Claire Experience, episode 32. Oh, it should have been 31. Yeah. 31st of October. Oh, yeah. Oh. Damn, we, we have just missed the mark like six different times with this shit. We really for have. For real. For real. We suck. We suck. We're awful at this. I'm sorry, guys. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. But yeah, everybody, welcome. Wow, welcome. we have a couple people here already. We have, yeah, we have Micah and we've got, we got Trish. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good show. We got a lot of spooky stuff for you on this wonderful spooky, Halloween. Spooky. And uh, before we get into it, let's get that intro going, which is not spooky at all. But maybe next year I'll get an intro that is actually Halloween themed. That would it, be has like, it has like the goosebumps thing in the background. Bum, 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 bum. They're like two, <laughs> they're like two best friends. <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be All good. Right. Let's hit them with it. Or should we say, cut them? Cut them with it one time. Wow, wow, wow. No, we don't put the Jeepers Creeper song. No. You're listening to the Chris X Claire Experience. The No Holds Barred podcast, hosted by two insane best friends and a raccoon skull named Remy. (laughs) No episode is the same and no topic is off limits. As these two storytellers take you on a ride you're going to wish you could get off of. But enough talking. Strap in and clear your schedule. Check one, two. Testing, testing. The Chris X. Claire Experience begins now. Let's get this party started. What? What? Sounds fun. Wear your helmets. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Chris X. Claire Experience. I decided to take my mask off because it was suffocating me. But uh, yeah, anyway... (laughs) Uh, welcome to the show. This is episode 32. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. And uh, of course, I'm your host, Jay Claire. This is the co-host, the lovely Chris Garcia, um, who's rocking the goth look today. And uh, of course, we have, uh, we got our, our um, uh, designer, producer, I don't even know what to say, in the background, making sure that everything runs smoothly. <laughs> And Charles back there making my back set all all spooky. 
<laughs> right. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Just, he, like, look, he's I, got I, the cloth going. On. Look at him. I know he got the wedding wow. and everything. I know. What what do we call? Was that production designer? What production. Is that? Set, yeah, set production. Set, set. Yeah. Set, set design. design. Set design. And yeah, we have our set design. We're getting fancy up in here. Getting fancy. And then, of course, I cannot forget our other co-host, Remy. Not. Our Remy, the haunted raccoon skull. I better not forget him on Halloween day. For anyone that has not been keeping up with us the entire time, you may be wondering who is Remy. Apparently, there was this raccoon skull that uh, Chris ordered a long time ago. Uh, she was going to do something with it. I forget what exactly it was. I was going to make a lamp um, out of it, and that's part of my small business is like stuff like that. So I was going to make a lamp. She was going to make a lamp, lost it in her house. We don't know where it is to this Gone. day. Just evaporated. <laughs> and so, you know, we were like, instead of, uh, uh, you know, getting a priest and trying to exercise him from the, from the house, we just embraced him as a co-host of the show. And hopefully he doesn't haunt Chris and Charles too much. Raccoon lives matter. Racco <laughs> Hashtag raccoons don't die tonight. Raccoon so they don't. They don't. They're, you know, except when they need to. Though. Right. Because sometimes you just got to go. Sometimes. Exactly. But yeah, I hope everyone's having a wonderful Halloween. I hope everybody stayed safe this weekend and you guys had a good time. Maybe went to some parties or clubs or whatever y'all did. Uh, I hope y'all had a good time. Um, if Even if you just stayed home or you just chilled, you know, with your kids, went trick-or-treating, yeah. got some candy, you know, helping those cavities thrive. Hey, we are, we, hey, I'm, I'm happy for you. And I cannot believe, honestly, that Halloween is here. And it's already hitting November. I'm kind of sad. I cannot believe this. I feel like this month went by so fast. It went by like, crazy unnecessarily fast. Because I feel like usually October drags on. Like, because mm -hmm. we're like, ooh, it's almost Halloween. It's almost Halloween. It takes forever to get there. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know what the fuck. I feel like I blinked and it was Halloween. Like, we don't have a single decoration up. And that's not like us. We usually have the whole front yard done. We got body bags out there. We make ourselves right. like we do the whole nine. <laughs> I yeah, didn't have time to do anything. Yeah, we didn't do anything. I think we had like a moldy pumpkin out there. <laughs> yeah, we have two pumpkins out there. Yeah, <laughs> that don't that don't look great. I know. I like. I remember one year I actually had this whole thing I did for the kids where I had like you know the the foods where they got to like touch it blindfolded. And oh yeah. Like, oh it no, is. it's eyeballs. Ooh, no, it's, it's brains. Yeah. And like I had like uh like like made like a web on the floor with like tape. It was like a maze and then chased them around the house like I was a killer and had all this different stuff and they had friend like a friend over and it was cool. Man, I <laughs> it was funny because my oldest son was like, Oh, can we do that this year? And I was like, Yeah, maybe. Oh wow, Halloween is literally in two days. Like, <laughs> it's like, right. no, like no time to even plan that stuff. I haven't even, I didn't even get a costume. I have literally just like pulled, I like, cause for the three days that I was at work, that except for me, <laughs> the three days that I was at work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this is my 10 man act whenever I, I am the 10 man. Oh. Um, but um, I'm going to hang on to it cause I want to have a weapon, even though Tabitha is an independent bitch don't need no weapon um but uh well like we usually i didn't i didn't get a costume i haven't had a single costume 
Well, I literally have pulled my uh, like Halloween outfits for work like out of my ass. Like the night before, I was like, oh, I have to do something. I got to do something. And I will just figure out something really quick to do. And then like this, I was sitting here staring at my closet like, what can I do with myself? I wanted to be um, a Jennifer Tilly's character from Chucky. Mm. Like the bride yep. of Chucky. I wanted yep. to do that. Um, but I don't have a blonde wig. I didn't have time to go get one. And I didn't have any, I didn't feel like I had the right outfit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I'll just be Tabitha, one of the characters from my book. And I'll just do that and be gothy and sexy and creepy. And I'll just do that. But I'm just like, damn, man, I didn't even have a costume. Like, the, you know, this is why, this is why we need, we need to make some serious money. So we have the time to like, be like, I like, like I was watching this one movie recently and there was this girl in the movie and she was like designing her own like kind of like angel warrior costume and it showed for like a good like five minutes her like making it like the props and the, the gauntlets and the wings and i'm like man i would want to do something like that that's what we want to do man like yeah. julius and i have talked about this in detail we want to be able to give you guys like a naropa podcast where mm -hmm. we are like podcasting from places on naropa but we want to have like actual sets in the background and props and We'll be able to give you the whole nine yards. And we ain't got money for that right now, fam. Like, we don't. Like, the shit that's behind me right here, this stuff that came out of my cabinet. Like, that's all we've got. Like, I don't yeah. I, I, don't have the money to take you to Naropa right now. No. But hopefully that will change real soon. We got, like, this crazy awesome thing coming uh, down the pipe with Fantasy World. Um, I'm, I'm just going to tell you guys about it because you guys can, like, get all started and get a little bit excited or whatever. Anyway, what's going to happen is... Um, uh, from uh, November 20th all the way through November 29th, we're giving away almost a hundred books for free. So, and I'm like dead serious. Like I'm even giving away like my whole catalog, my whole catalog for free. And we're going to like have links to a fantasy world stuff within every, all of those books. You know, we're going to have like all this cool, like stuff going on, whatever. Basically, to get crazy exposure and so literally you know we'll be posting the link and we'll be doing it in one of the shows as well and all you have to do is just like we would love it if you take that link and just like blast it on your social media and stuff and you're basically getting over almost 100 books for free right for free just for free. Talking, we're just talking about it just talking yeah, about just, it. literally anyone that clicks the link you'll be taken to a series page books for free tons of books like including like books that i wrote like a uh, um, wish for love and vengeance or Witchfall, um or even my entire sage saga i'm talking all 13 books plus the spinoffs you'll be getting for free and like for chris shadows wake like all this stuff temporarily uh so we can get a lot more exposure it's going to be really cool but we'll keep you posted as we're closer to that yeah and um it's yeah, really so exciting it's super exciting it is because i think like with everyone like blasting it and stuff like that it's one of those things where i could see the word of mouth really picking up because i mean why wouldn't you tell your friends like hey do you like to read yeah i like to read do you have like an e-reader yeah I, I have one do you want like almost 100 books for free what's the catch there is no you, catch you you download them mm -hmm. are you serious yep that's it that's it. That's literally it. And then from there, you can decide if you want to buy like a Minkin 
or you want to join our Patreon, or you want to um, buy like our our sequel books that are on pre-order and stuff like that. That's up to you. But all we know, we're giving you a ton of content for free. Because I know we know that people are hurting with inflation and all that. That's the real. That's the real horrific stuff nowadays. You know, <laughs> the oh! gas price, gas prices, gas. That's the real. Bro, the, the gas prices scary. in California have got to fucking stop. Like, woo, <laughs> chop. Yeah, ooh, yeah. Those, those are the real hor horrific tales. You want to talk? Scary. That's why people probably didn't do too much for Halloween. Honestly, honestly, I should have. <laughs> Yeah, if I thought about it ahead of time, I should have I just been a gas marquee sign for Halloween yeah. with the prices. <laughs> I was thinking about getting ooh. a pair of getting a red shirt and doing red makeup and then mm. wearing red pants and being a walking red flag. <laughs> that's good. Yep. Yep. That's good. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get creative for next Halloween. I'm gonna I need to start like right after christmas yeah i i also want to like actually do do something like to the nines next halloween because that's going to yeah. be like like episode 300 like it's going to be some crazy shit like we got mm -hmm. we, but like, yeah ho hopefully we'll both be in a better place financially next october and we oh we will have a blast oh, we, will. we will i declare it anyway. i'm speaking into the universe speaking but anyway yeah so uh yeah we have a great show for you tonight we're going to be going into some like urban legends talking about some creepy movies some real life stories all that good stuff it's going to be cool so uh first of all i think i remember chris saying there was a movie she wanted to talk about if i recall or am i thinking of something else if not that's okay no they're probably dead ass was and um <laughs> <laughs> that's okay that's because i but i will i will talk about um i will talk about uh two, one thing charles mm -hmm. and i started this movie on netflix we haven't finished it yet but we started it today because i was like man we haven't watched anything scary like it's october we haven't watched anything scary yeah yeah and, yeah. and, and i was like it's halloween can we watch a scary movie and he was like yeah let's watch some let's find some spook so we look around so and we find we find something, and it's this movie. We just started it. We haven't finished it yet. We're about halfway through it. It's called Wretched. It's on Netflix. Okay. And okay, like I don't know how it ends yet, but so far I am like so interested in this movie as a horror movie. And one of the things that one of the things that I think I admire so much about it is that mm -hmm. the characters feel like characters. Like they feel like people. Like you don't feel mm -hmm. like you're watching a movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you feel like you're just like enjoying somebody's life. And I don't know where the 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 like the monster in the movie has come from yet. We haven't got that far. But so far, I am so intrigued in this. I am so intrigued by it. Like I was like I was telling them, I was like, damn, like the connections feel genuine. Like this feels genuine. Um, like the dad with his son, I'm like vibing with it. They feel, they feel like a dad and son that could actually exist somewhere in the world. It isn't like, nice. hey, so uh, let me see a report card. 
No, the dad's like out there taking, like drinking the beer, talking to his kid. They're both like laughing back and forth, bullshitting. It feels legitimate. It feels organic, and I really like it so far, actually. It's awesome. I might let me know. Let me know if it still um, ends well. I'll probably I will. watch it. And oh, uh, for I don't. For a horror, what, wait, wait, what's up? What's up? I was about to say <laughs> I won't. I won't spoil nothing for you guys. But I finally saw Midnight Mass. It's a great show. Did you? It's a great show. And you loved it. Yeah, I did. I told I him you would. Yep, I did. It was great. It was great. Like it starts yeah. out at such a slow burn, and you're like, yeah. Damn, this is slow." Yeah. But, but it's also slow because it's like it, they're painting these characters to you. They want mm. you to understand their backgrounds, their vibe, the vibe of this island. Like the first two episodes, you're like, "Woo!" Yeah. Like after the first episode, honestly, I was like. Ooh, if this keeps up, I don't no, know. No, I told you. I told you you have to push through it. Yeah. And then once it starts, it doesn't fucking stop. Yeah, it's it's great. It's really good. It's good. The the dialogue is also like absolutely phenomenal. It's so good. It's great. It's good. It's really good. If it, I I actually looked up when it came out, it was twenty twenty one. So I can't put it on like some kind of you know best of list for this year. But whatever. It would have been last year. I give it a best of list for 2021 for sure. I would, yeah, I would for TV shows, stuff like that. Um, I do keep like a best of list. I'll probably share that more toward the end of the year or whatever. But there is definitely one movie I wanted to talk about and recommend to people. I won't the give away the Jeepers Reborn. St- ah! <laughs> this man's about to leave me. I knew he's gonna do it. He'll be back. They always come back. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There he is. Ooh, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> That's you all said, my work. <laughs> bro, I oh. watched I watched the gear shift. I was like, I'll see you in five hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you. <laughs> You're dead to me till midnight. <laughs> You're going to be like, Julie, stop playing. Stop playing. That is you out there. Stop playing. I like, come, I like come back on the podcast. I'm like, wait, what? Like, who's out there? Who's, who's out outside? There? Evil dies tonight. Right. I found some random dude in like Craigslist and was like, listen, go to this address and just, just stand outside the house. <laughs> just stand outside the house. I wanted to think I teleported like the real Jason. That's a good way to get your ass beat. Like Charles I'm come out there, though. Charles come out there and whoop his ass. Right. Like you, you just right. got David murdered or Charles is in jail. Like <laughs> right, and then and then you whoop my ass for for giving away addresses. Oh, oh I whoop your ass. A thousand oh yeah, percent. I, well yeah. I'd Wendy's the fuck Wendy's out, parking lot. Wendy's parking lot. <laughs> Charles downstairs, babe. babe, babe. <laughs> There's someone in the yard. <laughs> I know. It's a, He's wearing a Jason Max, but I see on the YouTube that Julius is also right there. So who is that? Uh, Chris he's gone. Chris Garcia dies tonight. <laughs> Chris Garcia. <laughs> right. I'll have, I'll have like the banner like going across the thing. Like the <laughs> like the by shadows wing banner. Like Chris, Chris Garcia dies tonight. Um, <laughs> That's funny. That's funny shit. <laughs> Ooh, but yeah, in short, no, it is not Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Y'all know how I feel about that. So, so uh, no, that is on my worst list. Spoiler alert, because I doubt something's going to beat it within the next two months. Could. 
but okay. very unlikely. No, that is the worst movie of 2022. Jeepers Creepers are born. And so, and I will talk about it when that time comes. But anyway, no, one of the best, best movies on my list right now. It's in theaters right now. I recommend people go see it. It's called Smile. It is a horror movie. And if you know what? Y'all y'all want to see the trailer? Did y'all see yeah. the trailer? Show me the trailer. Well, let's see the trailer. Let's, let's see it. Have you seen the trailer? Uh-oh. No? Listen. Uh-oh. Listen. I might, have, I might have seen parts of it. It's... it's mm. Alright. I'm going to play it for y'all. I'm going to play it for y'all. Alright. Here we go. <laughs> What is it you like to talk about? My patient. Hi. I know you're nervous. I just want to have a chat. I'm seeing something no one else can see except for me. It's smiling at me. patient in your care died brutally in front of you. I need to find an explanation for what happened. It's smiling at me. It's smiling at me. Cases involving 19 victims with a direct line linking them all together. You said only 19. Why is it that everybody else who's seen it is dead and you're alive? I've seen it too. You? Get her away from me! How long between each victim's death? None of them survived longer than a week. Today's my fourth day. I am not gonna keep running. I have to face it. How does it make you feel? I'm just really scared that something bad is going to happen. So, but I want to talk. I want to talk about the movie. That yeah, is one of the talk, best movies. Let's talk about it. That is one of the best movies of this year. And part of the reason is because, listen, I watched this movie. I had to. I literally had to just go home. I was like, I can't. I can't with this movie. Like it's that horrific, because it's it's all about. I'm again. I'm not going to give away any ending or nothing. Right. But like, it's all about trauma. 
And so, <laughs> um, so basically what happens is that there's a person like it showed in the beginning of the trailer. She is seeing things that no one else can. So everyone thinks she's crazy. What she sees are people smiling at her. And these people smiling at her are doing crazy things as they're smiling. No one else can see this, right? So there's something that's driving her crazy. And then at the end of it all, if you are affected by whatever this is, you kill yourself. So like trigger warning for suicide, guys, sorry. Um, but like you, you kill yourself. But the people, and, and again, I'm not even giving away like crazy stuff. Um, the Whatever is possessing these people too, they always kill themselves in front of somebody so that they're passing on the trauma to someone else. And then that person goes through the same thing with the smiling, losing their mind. Everyone thinks they're crazy until inevitably they kill themselves. And the movie does a really good job. Like it doesn't cheapen like trauma, suicide, mental health. Like it reminded me of the Babadook as far as like the whole like mental health, like depression, stuff like that. Oh yeah. It is grief. It is horrific, not just in the stuff they show with the people that are smiling, but just like what you see this poor woman going through. Like she has this whole life, it's being upended by this, and it's a direct parallel to people that go through terrible mental health things. And like it is like it is like it's crazy it's crazy so it's like on my top t 10 best list i can't say for sure if it's number one or whatever but it's up there and i recommend everyone go see it as long as like you know you're <laughs> gonna be okay after <laughs> but that smile it is not cheap like you could see in the trailer like like seeing a trailer like that like eh, it could go cheap you know what i mean like but no, it's not. It, it's it's really good. It's solid. So, I've only seen it once because um, I was like, I don't even know if I could see it again, just because it's heavy. It's so heavy. It's so heavy. You know, because they're they're balancing the horror elements with the horror of what's happening in her life. Like just watching a scene of like her yeah. family members thinking she's gone insane and just telling her like you need help you're sick don't you ever like talk to like you know me again like just that kind of stuff is like so it's like this constant back and forth yeah. between what you would expect from a horror movie and like all too real life kind of horror mm -hmm. so but i recommend it and i, I want to see it i'll I'm not going to see it tomorrow. I have tomorrow off. And mm. I, now that I have completed Racing Wind, yeah, yeah. I might take some time for myself and go watch this movie with Charles and be horrified. Be horrified. Which, uh, yeah, Racing Wind is is pretty much is edited and done. It's going to be up, pre -order, up for pre-order soon. So why not get started and just buy Shadows Wake by Chris Garcia on Amazon well right start. now? Might as well just start because like you're going to read the second one. The second one's actually way better than the first one. So, exactly. you know. Might as well just do that now. So anyway, yeah. Go see Smile. Um, 
and by Chris Garcia's book, The Shadows. All right. So before we get started, anything that, that you want to discuss on this lovely Halloween night? I think. God, what was the movie that I wanted to talk about? I know there was there definitely was one. Mm. While you're thinking about it, do you want me to read a story? Quick, a quick. Yeah. Okay. Actually, so, I'll, I'll come back to a, a movie later. You let's okay. go ahead. And, let's go ahead and dive. Okay. All right. So. We're going to go over some true <laughs> stories. These are stories that actually happen to people or talking about some urban legends um, that actually are true. So this is all true stuff, which is crazy, right? So um, here is a story. It's titled Man in the Closet. And these stories are really short, too. So you're not going to hear me reading for like 10,000 minutes or whatever. <laughs> um, so there was... A purse there was a per the a woman was telling this story she said there was a woman that said when she was 10 she had trouble sleeping and imagine the boogeyman was living in her closet staring at her during the night every night she would come down and tell her parents and every night her father would tell her the boogeyman doesn't exist and she should go back to bed this happened for several nights and her father got sick of it so that night he walked back to her bedroom, turned on the light and said, I'll show you there's no boogeyman and went to open the closet door. But something on the other side held it shut. He sent his daughter out of the room and forced the door open to find that a man was inside. He'd been sneaking into their house every night to stand in the girl's closet and watch her. He beat <laughs> the ever-loving shit out of the man, and the man went to prison. Um, this is a crime writer interviewing a woman. The crime writer said, when I interviewed this woman, I looked him up online. He'd recently gotten out on parole and had skipped out on his weekly checks. There was a warrant out for his arrest, and nobody knew where he was anymore. Ugh. Oh, that's creepy. That's creepy. So that makes me think a lot about, okay, have you guys seen on the news and stuff where there have been cases of people like living inside other people's houses, like in like their attics and, and crawl spaces and stuff? Yeah. Oh. So that really freaks me out. I've told you about my house and how my house was built with the idea that America was going to have its own Holocaust. Mm -hmm. So the gentleman who redid a lot of the things in my house did it with the with the mindset of i need to be able to hide my family in here so we have one two three four like seven spaces in our house that are ridiculously big to hide people and it freaks me out sometimes because i understand the safety factor if i ever need to hide i can hide in my house comfortably and no right. one's gonna know i'm here but in this <laughs> but in the same respect right. so could so could anyone else chris is the ultimate like hide and seek champion 
Like guys, let's play hide and seek at my house. But Chris, no, 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 you all, no, no. Fuck you. <laughs> I know we ain't, we ain't doing that. Yeah. <laughs> gotta find me. Like I, no, I, I, like in this bed, in this room alone, I'm looking up at my up. We have like an upper storage space above my closet, mm-hmm. and there's more storage space. You slide them over, but it isn't like a foot. It's like ten feet. Like I have personally crawled in there and moved stuff around. Like I can fit my entire self up there. And I know that I can easily fit at least three more people up there. Oh and, and the base is concrete. It's meant right. to hold you. Like it can hold my weight. I'm heavy. My Micah said any children <clears throat> who grow up in the house would hate playing hide and seek with each other. Man, Chris would be hating hide and seek. She'd be like, she'd be like. Brian, get your ass down here for breakfast. You know school's about to start, and you just hear giggling in the walls. You're like, God damn it. Like, Brian, get out of the closet. <laughs> Brian, Brian. Brian, which which crawl space are you in? Like, I don't have time for this. I know, friend. Come get me, Gestapo. Who told you about the Gestapo? <laughs> don't call me that. Please don't repeat that shit in school. Stop like, it. <laughs> don't Stop say it. that. Don't say we're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna never call me that again. Okay. <laughs> I know, mommy. I see you. Put down the belt. Now come out. <laughs> How do you see? <laughs> God damn it! Got eyes. Fucking walls have eyes. <laughs> but like, but like one day I really will. I'll do like a special or something, and I'll like switch over from this to my phone. And walk you guys through my house and like show you what I'm talking about. It's it is gnarly. We gotta film like a horror movie there. It's um yeah it's film like a but bro we could oh have you seen the boy the what the boy oh yeah 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 yep I've seen like that, that. like that yep. shit <laughs> yep yeah I've seen that yep Brahms the dude dude hiding in the Brahms, Brahms yeah yep. freaking uh uh Uncle Bruno up in there. <laughs> Bruno with his rats. He said, "It's a kiss kitchen adjacent." Uh-huh. Speaking of Bruno, I went to uh, a symphony the other night, and they were playing. Uh, we don't talk about Bruno. It's cool. Hmm. Random. I'm really surprised I didn't see more in Conto costumes this year. I really thought I was going to see a lot of them. I, know. I wanted to be Maribel, but I couldn't find the outfit. Mm-hmm. I know. I wonder what I'll go as next year. All right. Anyway, uh, another story. Um, you know how sometimes the water at your hotel just tastes downright disgusting. I don't like this. Okay. <laughs> I'm already mad. Well, what? Here's what happened at uh, Los Angeles Hotel in 2013. I know this story. After several days of guests complaining about a terrible smell. That emanated any time they turned on the shower, not to mention the terrible taste that they tried to brush their teeth. Management mm-hmm. checked the water tank on the hotel roof and lo and behold, found the body of 21-year-old Elisa Lamb mm-hmm. floating inside. Her yep. body was estimated to have been in the tank for two weeks. Ooh. Lisa, Lisa Lamb was like, 
part of your world. I want to be with the people. All right, I'm going to stop. That was dark. Julius. I'm sorry. That's not cool. I'm not cool. No, actually, that was. I retract. I retract. I retract that. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting these are not. I I forgot for a moment these are real. So I retract. And you also, you've seen like the video footage of her in the elevator, right? No. Was that the, the one? Wait, that's have, the same one? They have like a video of this girl on the elevator, like freak oh, she, the fuck out. Like something the, something has her freak the fuck out. Wait, was she the Asian girl? I think so. Oh, I know what you're oh, okay. I know what you're talking. I think I know what you're talking. Or something. I'm 90% sure that there's a video of this girl like in the elevator. I could be wrong, but I'm 90% sure it's the same story. Micah, fact check me. Am I right? Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it definitely is. It's the same story. Oh. I remember hearing about it and being freaked the fuck out by the fact that she's in the other that are like, like freaking the fuck out. And then they find her in a fucking water tank and nobody knows what happened to her. Nobody? All right, that's crazy. You know, I I, I want to retract. I want to retract the joke because I actually forgot that this is a real life story. That's disrespectful. I'm sorry. As making of real life stories, I want to tangent off for just a second. So, since we're talking about it, mm-hmm. um, so everybody knows about um the the, the new uh, show on Netflix about Jeffrey Dahmer, starring Evan Peters, called Dahmer. Have you seen that? Um, I'm almost done with it. Okay. Um, first off, you big babies, it's not that graphic like as far as graphic goes like that's not what bothers me about it like i don't know everyone's like oh my god it's so gory bro game of thrones is worse first off second american horror story with evan peters is worse yep um but this like also the thing about it is that like a lot of people are making (laughs) are making jokes like making comments but this really happened like, this man really did kill, like, 20-something people and ate them. Like, this motherfucker. And, and like, I get it, you know, especially with, the docu- with, like, documentaries that you see, especially with Dahmer. Like, you see his backstory. Did he have a tragic upbringing? Ridiculously so. Like, nobody deserves to live through the shit that he lived through. But, like, in the same respect, that... I've been through some shit too. I'm not killing people. And for and for me, what the the biggest insult in this entire thing is the fact that I so I grew up hearing about Dahmer because I'm a '90s baby. So we all grew up hearing about Dahmer, Gacy. Like we, it was hey, make sure that you you know watch your watch your drinks when you go to a club because you never know who's going to slip stuff in there because of Dahmer. Mm-hmm. Like we like we all knew these as cautionary tales. Like mm-hmm. don't ever go somewhere with somebody alone because of Gacy. Like make sure you lock your doors because of the Night Stalker. Like we like literally were taught all these things because of these serial killers from like the seventies and the eighties. And I will literally never like I don't understand how I didn't know that there was like an entire underscore of racism behind Dahmer's case. Yeah, I didn't know all that. I didn't know that. And I'm livid that I didn't know that. I am livid that I didn't know that a fucking 14-year-old child 
stumbled into the street naked and that the police were like, yeah, we'll let, we'll let Jeff just take him back upstairs and that they got weirded out by him because he was gay. Like, you let that baby die. You let that baby go back to his murderer. Like, if that was a white man or a white boy, they would have said they would have been like, "No, man, what the fuck? No, no, Mm-mm. no, doesn't sit right with me." <laughs> in my mouth. Yeah, I think. Yeah, the craziest thing is how how many times he should have been caught, and then one of the one of the most horrific. Yeah, I think like kind of like going back to the whole real life. Like it seems like the theme almost of this show is like the real life is scarier because. Like, what was horrific about that show, again, wasn't even the murders to me. It was how much he should have been caught, how many times the police actually talked to him and didn't go anywhere, or they were just like, ah, he's weird, whatever. And then there was that scene where the judge was like, listen, you know, you did wrong, but, like, there's no reason to ruin a young man's life. Like, it reminded me of that that Brock. Brock? Brock Turner. He lives in Ohio. Brock, you know, he, Brock he, Turner? Brock Turner. He just moved to Ohio and he lives three hours away from me. Yeah, and, and, and where the basically he like he he you know the judge basically was like, he, Oh, you made a mistake, it's okay. Yeah, even though he like, you know, sexually assaulted, raped a girl on campus um that was drunk and stuff like that, like in a dump uh, alley or something like that. And then the, yeah, the judge was basically like, yeah, I mean, you know, young man, you know, you know how boys are kind of thing. And it's kind right. of like, what? Boys, like, will be, boys will be boys is playing in dirt with worms. It's not raping people. <sighs> also, you know, also another thing about the Dahmer case. Um, I'm going to get off of it here in a second. It's just fresh on my brain. We were talking about, no, this, no, 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 about, no, this, no. about this real story. No, um, no, we can do it. No, we can talk about it about the Dahmer case is the fact that one of his victims was drugged by him, got away, told the police, the police showed up and interviewed him and everything. And then we're like, Oh, well you were probably just drunk. And then they were talking about whatever. And they were like, well, you know what it's like to go to jail. And he was like, I don't actually, why would you assume that? Like this motherfucker told you, he told you, he literally said this man drugged me. He tried he was he was gonna hurt me. And then he put me on a bus and sent me away and I came to you. Right. And you still didn't fucking believe me. How many people? Like how many people could they have saved had they just fucking did their job? Yeah, the crazy part is like how they would go in the apartment, but they didn't dig enough. Like, even when they finally did catch him, like, it, they almost did it. They almost didn't go far enough. Right. And it's because they were getting uncomfortable because he was like, oh, there's just gay stuff in there. That's some yeah. gay stuff. And he so had, like, like mm-hmm. gay, they're like, ew, AIDS. Bro, get AIDS. Get AIDS and protect somebody. It's your fucking job. You're, you're okay to get shot at, but you don't want to get AIDS? If I was a police officer and I was like sworn to the line of duty and knew that I could get shot at every single shift that I worked, 
or have death threats or have somebody kill me every single shift that I worked. And then they were like, oh, hey, there is literal AIDS in this apartment. Like, if you walk in, you're getting AIDS. I'll be like, okay. Is there somebody in there for me to save? I'm going to get AIDS, I guess. I'd be like, but also, it's not even how AIDS work. I know. I was about to say. I was like, that's not how AIDS. That's not even how AIDS work. Like, and, and the police were like, "Oh my god, I touched this rapper. Ew, I better have AIDS. Semen, vaginal fluid, blood, and breast milk. That is how you transmit AIDS. Not spit. Not. I mean, not no, not sweat. Not tears. Yeah. Not not physical contact. Mm -hmm. Not not sitting on a seat. Like, mm -hmm. not standing in a room, dumbass motherfuckers. Oh, how many babies? How many? How many people? How many young men lost their lives because they were just like, I don't want to get AIDS. Okay, ain't nobody ever said fuck the firefighters. Just saying. <laughs> like, just saying. <laughs> but that also loops back to something we talked about a few episodes ago. Mm -hmm. Um, way back when we talked about Decked in Plain Sight and the JC Dugard story mm -hmm. about nobody sitting here saying like fuck all y'all. We're saying just maybe do a little better. Mm -hmm. It's a smidge. Do a little better. Give a shit. Honestly, it just comes down to just do your job. Like if you're if you're supposed to do a thorough search, just do a thorough search. I know. I, Micah said these officers will sit outside of elementary school on an active shooter and innocent people are in their modern day. I'm not surprised they didn't give a shit back. I know. I, I was like... Damn, that was a statement. Micah just, just dropped that ball. She said bomb. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, Ooh, was, all right. that was with children, too. Like, you know it's happening. Oh, my God. Any... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like the real life stuff. That's that's the that's the Halloween. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, another story. I'll try to. Well, I don't know if this lightens it up. It probably doesn't. I mean, um, that, 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 that is not what we're doing here tonight. This is this apparently is, this is spooky and murder. We're getting <laughs> heavy. We're getting heavy. Apparently, spooky murder way. I know. It's like, oh, we got a fun show for you tonight. Let's talk about trauma and <laughs> death. <laughs> And how, like, <laughs> no one's going to save you if, like, Jeffrey Dahmer's coming after you. Also, I'm really sorry to all of the families that are dealing with, you know, having to have this pain again now that this documentary, now that the show is out. And a lot of them didn't even know until the document, until the show dropped, which mm -hmm. sucks. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, this was recent. Like, these people are still alive. Like some of these victims' parents are still alive, but they're they're children, they're they're siblings. You know, that's that's a very 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 sad. You know, that's a fair that's a fair question actually. Like, if say there was a modern day serial killer happened this year or something, do you? Well, hmm. I was about to say because you could tell the story without sensationalizing it. You know, because the Netflix series is obviously like, it's not it's not telling it straight like a documentary. You know, it's very much like, you know, let's create you know create a, a show. I, I I use the word entertainment loosely, <laughs> very loosely here. Um, 
but it's like where is that line especially if you don't tell the victim's families mm -hmm. everybody's like oh my god jeff Dahmer was hot i'm like no evan <laughs> first off <coughs> evan peters is hot jeffrey Dahmer, even if he was an attractive man it doesn't matter he's a monster let it go get better idols get Yo, better idols that always blows my mind how um these these killers that are in prison for life get like married in like pen pals and didn't, didn't manson like meet the woman that he ended up marrying through fan mail i think so like all of them get fan mail and and like people that want to like fall in love with them and stuff and i'm like what is that well i over here can't find a girlfriend but fucking charlie manson ended up marrying one of his fucking slackies okay next story you just got to get to murdering i guess well <laughs> well next story it's really it's a quick one okay let's go so there was a woman in enterprise oregon I hate Oregon. You know I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> Happened in Enterprise, Oregon. And a kid, when she was young, a kid got beheaded on her way home. On on his way home, the kid's way home. She, They literally found his head cut off on the side of the street, and no one knows to this day who did it or how it happened. That's crazy. Beheaded. 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 I kind of like being close to the camera. It's look. Mm. Mm. Oh wow. Yeah. Beheaded. Can you hear me chewing? No. Okay, good. That'd have been awful. <laughs> So that's crazy. Um, Imagine just seeing that shit. Like, oh my god! Like you're just walking home. No, thank you, sir. Um. So uh, another one. In the 1940s, an entire evacuated town in Georgia was purposely flooded with water in order to build what is now known as Lake Lanier. The entire community, including a racetrack, was submerged by the lake building pro project. So you go deep down in there, you'll see an underwater city. That shit freaks me out so bad. I don't know what it is, but like, it's kind of, it's kind I hate See that? Uh, I thought, why, wait, why does that freak you out? I don't know. Like, I think it's because I believe so much in places and, like, places holding energy mm -hmm. that, like, how much energy is just vibing down there? Like, the ocean and waterways are already scary enough. You make it, like, a haunted lake with, like, all kinds of energy stacked down there. It was a whole town, right? A whole town? There's probably a cemetery there, too, right? I would assume so. Mm -mm. See? No. 
Freaky. You, you heard, I think it's in Seattle too. They have like tunnels or no, they have like a whole town um, there as well. That sounds correct. Or just like Centralia, Pennsylvania. Yeah, which was uh, Silent Hill was based off of yep. that. Yep. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. freaky. And like, bro, it's still got population six. Like, people, st some people still live there. <laughs> yup. But is like, but how do you, for. how do you get groceries? Like, how do you, what do you do? That's hardcore. I don't know if I want to live in a place that have fires burning underneath it. You know. Uh, no. Oh yeah, I'll do one a little more lighthearted. A little more lighthearted. Uh, the first person to create a flying lawn chair was Larry Walters, who made a homemade airship using a lawn chair and 45 helium-filled weather balloons. He set out with this homemade flying vehicle on July 2nd, 1982, out of San Pedro, California, and flew through the sky for a whole 45 minutes before becoming entangled in power lines and climbing down to safety. Um... People have attempted to recreate this historic moment, but they have not had success. That one's kind of cool, though. Mm -hmm. And there's also the story, The Corpse of Elmer McCurdy, an early 20th century bank and train robber who somehow became a frightening staple of the traveling carnival and sideshow circuit for more than five decades. People thought it was a prop. <laughs> it, was act it was actually a live corpse. That's unfortunate. Wow. <laughs> this one's kind of funny. <laughs> Hi, There's Thomas. A Hello, Thomas. What's up? There's an urban legend, but it's actually turned out to be true. In County, Council Grove, Kansas, <laughs> where a town sheriff made a erotic tape, VHS tape, uh, with him and his wife. And they accidentally returned the VHS to a local video store. Oh no. This after the slip up was made, they didn't find out for a while. Numerous people had checked it out and watched the tape. Which is like y'all ain't shit. Y'all ain't shit. Y'all, y'all, y'all over there at like Blockbuster checking out like Karate Kid Part Two or some something. Seeing this video of your sheriff. And his wife, and you're like, you know what? I ain't saying shit. You know what? I'm gonna finish this movie. Oh no! <laughs> and then I'm gonna put it back in the box. Uh, wow! I'm gonna, it, I'm gonna put it back in the box, return it, and let someone else 
experience this? Like, <laughs> okay, so Thomas said, "Gross." I was trying to watch Home Alone. <laughs> well, <laughs> Mikey said it's the gift that keeps on coming. <laughs> Whoa. All right, so I I have a herb. Uh, do you have more or do we have? Yeah, more? there's uh, more, but go, go for okay. it. Okay. Can I tell an urban legend that I heard recently yeah. and I'm really fucking vibing with it? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I believe that it's an urban legend. I think that this actually happened and that the government's hiding is covering it up. Um, have Has anybody that's listening heard of <coughs> the case of the, um, of the Madon ghost ship? Madon ghost ship, anybody? Nope. Okay. Um, the SS Orang Madon was um, a supposed ghost ship, according to the very according to different various sources. It became a shipwreck in the Dutch East Indies, um, which is modern day India, Indonesia. Um, and I'm gonna <laughs> okay. I'm gonna read you some of this because it's nuts. Um, so essentially what happened is there was the ship, the Aramadon that went off, you know, to go do whatever it is that Shipley things do. Um, and when it came back, um, every single person that was on the ship was, was dead. Like it, it came back to port. Ex- oh, one person. There was one person alive. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, hold on. I was about to- Hold on. I got questions, yeah. but go it, ahead. It, it came back to port, um, <laughs> and when it came back to port, everybody was dead. <laughs> what? What? I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what are you laughing about? No, I'm sorry. It's just funny because he just rolled up to port like. Please help. Like, they're like, my, my dude. What? What happened my, to my, you? My, my boy. My bo- what happened to everybody <laughs> on this ship? He just like, huh? Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, no, no, you're fine. I'm trying to actually, actually find the date. Um, okay, this is elsewhere. After its entire crew had died under suspicious circumstances. Um, okay, so 1940. Um, and. Uh, this is not, I'm sorry, it's the article that I have is not very good. It's very skippy. Um, so, rolls up to port, everybody's dead. And everybody, everybody that's, everybody is like frozen with like these looks of fear on their face. Even the dog, like even the ship dog is dead. And its lips are like pulled back in a growl, like a snarl. And that's how it died. Everybody but this one dude. And he is like sick and he can't even talk. And he's like very, very like all over the place, all over the place. And he's like, they're all dead. They're all dead. And they're like, okay, okay. Like, what can you tell us? What happened? Like, did you run into something? What happened? Like, what's going on? And he was like, they're just, they're all dead. And he goes to the hospital and he stops talking. And they take him to the hospital and he dies like 20 days later. Um, 
And they get on the ship. They try to figure out what happened. If there was like poisoning, uh, like one of the theories is that there was hazardous cargo, uh, car carbon monoxide, like all kinds of things. Um, and <coughs> uh, <coughs> one guy who was like a family member of somebody who died on the ship tried mm -hmm. to get answers, and they were like, "Oh, that's not what happened. This, this is, this is bullshit. Like it didn't actually happen. Like there had to have been. There was a disease. They all got sick." And he was like, all of them? Like, even the dog? Like, every single person got sick and, and died? And what's crazy is that they didn't even release their bodies. Like, they literally confiscated their bodies, took them in for testing, and never released them again. Or buried them, or gave, them, or gave the remains back to the families. So, the, they just, like, took them into whatever, like, official custody. Um, and... Now you know, the government says this is this is hearsay. It's a it, it's a conspiracy theory. It's a it's an urban legend because the Morong the Aromadon never existed, and almost every person, of course, because you know this was a while ago. Almost every as in nineteen forties, almost every person that was there is now dead. That, that would have witnessed it is now dead. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a few people who are like descendants, you know, that remember uh, like hearing about it when it came to port, but like nobody ever talks about it. And there's no like actual evidence of this having ever existed whatsoever. Oh. Um, and one of the theories is that there was something like, because nobody even knows what the Iran Madonna was supposed to have been like transporting, Like nobody knows what was supposed to have actually been on it. Um, so a lot of people believe that they were transporting something for the government and that whatever that was took them out, um, or got loose. Uh, and of course a lot of people believe that it's just, um, just an urban legend, you know, don't, you know, like just, just be careful at sea kids. You never know what's going to happen type situation. Um, but I listened to like a podcast for like two hours over the Ramadan and I was so interested in it because I'd never heard of it. And then I've never even heard of it. Like, as somebody who listens to conspiracy theories and urban legends a lot, I had never heard about it. And when I tried to research it, like, almost every single source that I had had something somewhere that was like, it's probably an urban legend. And I just, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I buy that. Like, it's such a specific thing to be an urban legend. And even if it was an urban legend, it's all made up. Like, urban legends are founded in some type of original basis, one way or right. another. So, like, even if a giant, you know, ship called the Aromadon, you know, didn't roll up at port with a bunch of dead bodies, where did the story come from and why don't we talk about it and why don't we know about it? And why is everybody so determined to have us believe this is an urban legend? Like, what actually happened? So, it's all, since I've heard it a couple months ago, it's kind of fascinated me. Mm. So, okay. I will look more into and I'll get like actual like sheets of facts and I'll bring the wrong Madonna up again in a couple episodes. But that's just a one of those that I've been I've had on my had on my had on my brain a bit. I think it's just really interesting. Yeah, you know, and it's kind of freaky, like even um in the chat Thomas mentioned like, oh, some type of gas. It was big like in the video game. Yeah, like, which would make sense. Or something. But yeah, it is kind of freaky again talking about like real life stuff like there are gases, there are diseases, there are certain things like it could like wipe out humanity, like pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or 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 just certain things that can like alter just fucking uh, I am legend. 
seriously one wrong thing and it's just like oh we're done like you have you know there's like <laughs> i kind of have like the um like the 28 day 28 days later mentality like everywhere everywhere in the entire world like there is no human life left that's not affected by this somehow because mm -hmm. you have places like australia that like are like entire countries that are just that's just an island <laughs> Um, so, I mean, I don't know if anything would spread out, you know, all the way there. Like, I think an entire, like, world-encompassing disease that takes out everyone is a bit of a stretch. But, I mean, like, to, enough to do significant damage, for sure. Yeah. I mean, COVID did significant damage. So, what would you do in a zombie apocalypse? drive 1000% drive like don't stay in the same place don't be familiar because once because because for what i've seen from zombie films is that zombies have like animalistic mindsets mm -hmm. and animals track patterns so like in the case of i am legend where like robert neville goes to the goes back to his house every day does the same thing every day but i feel like at some point they are looking for you they're aware of it. Yeah. I mean, they were full. They were aware of him enough in you know the film anyway um, to know that he goes to this shop and that he talks to mannequins. They drove drug that mannequin out in the street to trap him. Like anything, like the animalistic thing of recognizing patterns. Um, so I would definitely drive and move because at that point you can siphon gas. Like you can go from place to place. You can steal cars, like stay on the move until you find something, but don't form don't form patterns. I think that I oh oh I would still die for sure. I would definitely fuck up. I have Tourette's, homie. What the hell am I gonna do when someone's I'm trying to chop somebody and my hand twitches? And I, I just throw the whole fucking thing. Like we're trying to be quiet. Like a quiet place, I die, hundred percent. Be dead. Oh, when, a quiet place. Dead. Oh, oh, death, oh, death. No. Hell no. Quiet place. Dead. That's scarier than a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, a quiet place is marginally worse. Sorry, but I got allergies. I'd be like, oh no, no, no. Ah! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, come on now. Like, I'd be done as soon as the seasons roll in. I'd have to go to like <laughs> the North Pole or something where there's like no pollen everything <laughs> and also a quiet place is more isolating also because like you can't even have pets because they make noise nope. like if you were on your own in a quiet place you are on your own <laughs> <laughs> micah said my dumb ass keeps swallowing down the wrong tube i'd be coughing all the damn time you right. hear me right now <laughs> i would die i would die in the Dead. dumbest way i would die in the in step the, your toe fuck the oh. dumbest way <laughs> we're like oh man that uh but man, that taco was a little too spicy. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, just dead. Just Try, dead. Trying to have the we survived the day Wednesday sex hit something too far. Fucking idiot! Oh man. <laughs> Fuck it. Now we're both we both got eaten. Somebody make me laugh. I'm just spitting out water. <laughs> <laughs> the man, them creatures got him. You know, like <laughs> then, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Right. <laughs> Thomas, they gotta stop talking to yourself out loud. I know, right? Be like, 
I know, right? You get into a fight, you just be like, man, this bitch. Oh, man. And they're all like, just. Yeah, <laughs> no. Dead. Oh, no. It's like stupid, just stupid stuff. No, I would hate a quiet place. I would hate a quiet place. Uh-uh. Hell to the mouth. Hell no. At least with a zombie apocalypse, it'd be like, as long as there's the dumb, slow zombies, it'd be like. I feel like I have a better chance I'm, against like, z- like zombie land zombies versus like I am legend or 28 days later. Because I have like yeah. cognitive function. Give me those Dawn of the Dead Zs. Mm-hmm. They're, they're slow. They're in packs. But see, that was like when they all went to the mall and hold up. I was like, that's not bad. I mean, you're going to run out of food eventually. But yeah. in general, that's not bad. But then they got stupid. They're like, uh, well, the movie has to end at some point. So uh, how about we leave the mall <laughs> just to see what else is out there? I'm like, Excuse me, just to see what else is out there. <laughs> you can see we can die here. Here is safe. <laughs> Clearly, like listen, we're gonna die here too, but at least it's gonna take a while. Like, yeah, it's a mall. They have a lot of food, like not the greatest of food, but a lot of food. They got shelter, you got security, clothes, you got entertainment, you, you have got security, bro. Yeah, you you got got guns, JC, go you in got, JC Pity and pull that gate down. You're fucking good. Right, like, and then okay, you might have to send people out to go scavenge or something like that. And then if we run out of the general area of scavenge stuff, then maybe we gotta move on to a different area. But like, don't be your reason. Like, I want to see what <laughs> I want to see what's out there. What, what if I don't know? There's like a, a a paradise where there's no zombies. It's like really, guy, really. And then, and then you look at the time, you're like, oh, well, there's only 20 minutes left in the movie. I guess they got to. You're like, okay, but what if this is the paradise? <laughs> they got to do something stupid. It was the paradise because <laughs> they all died. And then and then in the, the end credits, it showed them, like, getting to a boat. They took the boat to an island. And guess what was on the island? Zombies. So... I mean, I think it also depends on your apocalypse. Okay, so actually, Micah just asked, she said, um, what kind of apocalypse would you thrive in? So I'm going to ask, so A. Thrive. Thrive in? Thrive. So I have two things for this, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, it also depends on the crew you are with when said apocalypse Ooh, happens. So much. Because, like, if it's you, me, Charles, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. That's it. A lot depends on the crew. In almost any apocalyptic scenario. I mean, mean, also, Luca, he has asthma, though. Maybe not Luca. So, like... I'm sorry, it just sounds funny. No, no, like this like from the survival standpoint, left him with my whole heart, but like if we're running Right. He's the he's the one that gets bit and then he's like, Go on without us, and then you do the whole oh but no, but no, I can't leave you. I can't leave you though. Lucas then, says wow <laughs> Right. You do the whole oh but no, we can't leave you. And he's like, No. I, I need you to go. I'm not gonna make it. And then you're just like, you're just like, 
oh, okay. It was like, hey, you could have fought a little harder. You could have said something. I was joking. No, I would definitely, I would take you, Charles, like Micah, probably Thomas, who's really smart. Trish, Luca, Ren, Lean. That's a good crew. Because that's a, that's a lot of eyes. That's that's good. That's a lot of that's a lot of eyes. And I, you know, <laughs> you said mild, mild. <laughs> and we're smart, like, we just... and we're not stupid, like we're not fucking dumb. Like that house has a broken window. Guess what? It, it's right. If it's like the mist, that house has a broken window. We're not going in that house. No. Hell no. That's how that shit gets in. No, no, we would. I would be, you know, I'd be assessing the heck out of, out of the scenario first. I'd be like, listen, I'm, I'm gonna be like, say the zombie apocalypse happened or something or the mist or whatever it is. Automatically, I'm in my house for a few days, just assessing. A hundred percent game plan. Unless, unless something breaks in, obviously. But short of that, I'm just assessing. I'm just like, listen, I, I need to see what's going on out there before I go start venturing out. I'm not gonna be like, hey guys. What's going on out here? Oh, people eating each other. Like, no, hell no. I'm not listening. So you see the melody. Let's let's so, right right right. Okay, I, ain't so, going, I ain't going out there. Let's see here. It says thriving oh. though. Okay, so what's where mm. would I thrive in? Thrive. Definitely not like 28 days later. I don't think because those bitches be fast. Um honestly, I'm I think I I think I'd thrive in The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. I haven't seen The Walking Dead, so I don't want to give my it, it I mean it's typical zombies, like they're slow, they go in hordes and groups. Like because the thing is, like in those sh in that show and movies like it, they always have people doing stupid stuff, and people are gonna do stupid stuff even in real life, but like just don't do stupid stuff and mostly you'll be okay. Like okay. if you're going to go scavenge, which you need scavengers, wear protective stuff. You know what I mean? Like if you're wearing like riot gear, even if you get bit in a lot of places, they're not breaking the skin. They're not going to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like wear helmets and stuff. People be like going to scavengers for like a dagger. Or like a little right. knife, little Bowie knife or something, and be like surprised when oh my god, I can't I can't fight them off, and just like okay, well, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't do it, guys. Oh no, like it's like um, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Or they'd be like they'd be like shooting guns and stuff, and then be surprised when a horde appears. Okay, I'm gonna say The Walking Dead from what you're describing. But yeah, all, but also, I'm gonna pitch the zombies from Warm Bodies because also slow, yeah. but also still people. True. Like could potentially make more people. Mm -hmm. You know, in all of these, like in most apocalyptic scenarios, um, the danger is people. It's not even the creatures or the zombies or the whatever. It's people. You're right. So really, the real answer is how does our crew 
deal with people. Oh, uh, like I said, I've never seen Warm Bodies before. Uh, Warm Bodies is a zombie flick. And it's really interesting because, so essentially what it is is that they're zombies and they're dead, but they have the ability to be brought back to life again because they are cold bodies. And you can transform them into warm bodies, but it takes a lot of effort. And there's also a point of no return where, like, they start eating each other and become, like, these skeletal husks. And, like, at that point, like, you can't save them. Like, they are too far gone. Um, so the humans start realizing that they can make the zombies, like, warm bodies again. And they try to do that so they can fight, like, the skeletal demonized things. And it's actually like a really cool concept. It's a really good it's a really good movie. It's cute and fluffy and warm and I actually recommend watching it giving it a shot. Um it's, it's almost like they gotta like find their spark like a spark. Like yeah. something to make them remember why they're human. Right. It's it's really it's really cool. Um I don't know if it's apocalyptic, but I guess it could be I like it, no not that one. The one that I'm about to uh oh. in in time is in time. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can count. It's like uh, dystopian. Cause I, I, I'm torn between like that one, like Planet of the Apes. I feel like Planet of the Apes is apocalyptic because it is the end of the world. Yeah. I yeah, feel like yeah. I wouldn't yeah. survive in Planet of the Apes. I'm horrified of monkeys. I am yeah. so scared of monkeys, and those bitches be so strong. Yeah, I'll fight zombies over monkeys. Yeah, zombies over monkeys. Any over day. smart monkeys? Rotting flesh over smart monkeys that can talk? No, thanks. Nah, I'm good. Nah. Um, and then in time, in time is interesting because it was like, <clears throat> that's where like your life, you, you, ha you, you basically have like a clock on your forearm and it tells you how much time you have until you die. Once the time runs out, you're dead. And you basically, it's like a, you exchange time as currency. So, like, say you're working a shift at, like, McDonald's. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> they'll be like, oh, it's payday. They'll give you time on your clock. But there's no actual money. Everything no. is paid for in time. In time. And how long you get to live. So, like, I don't the know. Concept, I the concept is badass. I like the concept. The concept is so badass. So they have taken the notion of time is money and made it like such a wicked prospect so like and it sucks because like at one point he goes to get lunch like will turner does and our our main character is will turner he's played by justin timberlake and uh he's like five minutes for a cup of coffee it was three minutes last week and they're like i'm like i'm sorry inflation and like if you ever time out like your clock hits zero you, you yeah. die and there's parts where i'm talking I'm talking like six seconds on that motherfucker and they get time. Like it's, it's a really good movie and the concept is fire. I really like it. I wouldn't thrive in it though. No, I would be dead I'd a be thousand dead. percent yeah. or I'd be sucking dick for some minutes. You knew we couldn't get through one episode while we'd be in trifling. First I time. know <laughs> without you being wild. Without you being wild. Second, how much? You have to. No, no, you got it. You got oh, it. Is that is that you your is that your question? You like listen, Julius. If you got six, you got ten seconds. 
what you do <laughs> it's like nah bro no I'm bro die. i ain't I'm got no die. time i'm gonna die i wonder I'm how much okay <laughs> wow I've lived, I've lived a long life you know <laughs> so, so so the so the whole the whole concept is that like the one of the, the the lines from the movie that has stuck with me is because like one of the richer and oh, oh also you stop aging at 30. like at 30 you just stop aging you'll never age physically more than 30. Yeah. which is really weird because like you can see people walking around that are like four and five generations strong you can't tell who's like, the mom, up, mom? Like, right it's really it's really weird that, that part's weird but it's kind of cool um Oh, what was I saying? Oh, and you're born with a year on your clock. And the year on your clock doesn't even start working and be valid until you turn, like, what, 16? Something like that, yeah. Um, but also, so there's a part where one of the rich people that has, like, a million years is talking. <laughs> He's like, one or <coughs> in order for, for a few to live forever, a lot must die. And Will's like, nobody should live forever if even one person has to die they time out and that is like the biggest statement for like our society and that's one of the reasons i love that movie it's mm. just it's really great it is a good movie i'm uh, yeah i haven't seen it in a while it's re it's it's really fascinating too because you think about like even uh there are people nowadays that are trying to figure out how to be immortal they don't want to die like they're trying to like whether it's like cryogenics right or they're trying to like transfer their consciousness into like you know some kind of digital form and they're just like i want to live forever i want to be immortal and the crazy thing is for those people that especially have the money to do that it's like for what though but why but why like what are you what are you trying to accomplish exactly because you're not really accomplishing anything crazy right now I mean, that's the beauty of life you know what i mean that there is going to be a death that it ends i mean if, if it never ends like i would just be exhausted watching all my friends die all the time like if you were like a vampire would you like to be a vampire no i don't think i would a i don't want to have to kill somebody and drink well drink their blood in order to keep going and b i don't want to live forever because i'm going to watch everybody around me die as i turn them into a vampire but no nothing you gotta <laughs> that's that's a crazy talk too you'd be like you'd be like charles so listen baby um you know i know you, I know you i'm, make you a vampire. <laughs> I'm yeah. just gonna i'm just gonna make you one you can't really fight me i'm i'm crazy strong Unless you want to break up with me, you better not. Like you know, what I'm, you, be with me I, forever. I know, right? You love me forever, right? Then why won't you let me bite that neck? You know, like, right? We give you the ultimate hickey. You know what I mean? Like, and then that's it. And then that, but see, then 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 that gets weird though, because then it's like you're like together for like a hundred years, and then you're like, man, I'm tired of her ass, I'm tired of his ass. And then it's like, you know, <laughs> you know, be like, I wish you'd go walk into sunlight. Don't say that. Don't you say know. that. Don't say that. I you wish you'd drink holy that. water. Don't say that. You know, I'm going to start going to church. No, no, you ain't. Like, <laughs> do, hey, do, do you know how you make holy water? How? 
You gotta, you gotta boil the hell out of it. <laughs> oh. Don't you have an urban legend for me? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> welcome, welcome back. Well, thank you. <laughs> so here's a um what do you mean Mike? you haven't been signing to the forums for weeks um... okay so in july 1993 there's an urban legend behind this but we find out that it was actually true in july 1993 gary hoy a partner at the law firm of holden day wilson was attempting to prove how strong the glass was in the building to a group of students. <laughs> However, when he lunged at the window using his full weight, this is a skyscraper, by the way, the entire window popped out of the frame, sending Hoy 24 stories to his death. Now, the glass did not shatter, but Hoy was incorrect, incorrect with the claim that it could withstand the weight of a 160-pound man. Because the glass, he was like, yo, this thing is solid. You see it? You see this glass right here? Solid. You can't break this shit. Unbreakable. Invincible. That's what you're getting at this law firm. I don't even know why you would even tell anybody this at a law firm. This list glass, this is premium. This is what we got. Watch this. Watch this. I can I can throw my whole weight onto this glass. Do you think it's gonna break? It ain't gonna break. And they and they're like, why are you telling us about this? We just want to know about the law firm, like you know, the law. No, 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 no. It's not about the law, it's about what the law will get you. Money, and what does money buy? This glass, this glass right here, unbreakable. Watch me. What? No, please, sir, Mr. Hoy. You honestly, you, you, you don't, don't have to do this. You don't have to throw your whole self against this window. We believe you. No one's asking you to do this. No, you know what? Even if you weren't here, I would do it. I want to do it. All right, I'm gonna do it. And then <laughs> throw himself against the window in the glass. In, it, in his defense, it didn't break. The glass popped out. You know what I'm saying? So, like... It didn't break. He was right. Man died at River Point. He was coming... He was falling, and he was like, I told y'all. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I have to I, laugh at this one. I, I would never one. get that hyped about something like that. I'm sorry. No. So, who gets hyped? Who gets hyped about a window? <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, I'd like to imagine he didn't even say anything. Just this glass is hella strong. Watch. <laughs> I shouldn't be this is real, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I saw this, like. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I would still kind of laugh, even if it was a true. Even if they were being dead ass, it was like, like this is Dateline, this is 2020. 
Gary Horn was uh, a lawyer at the firm of he fell to me. <laughs> I would have one of those abducted in plain sight moments where I'm like, I'm sorry, excuse me, what did you just say? <laughs> like he, he was like, do you know what I'm saying? Like Mom. he was he was a lawyer. He was a he was a lawyer for Holden Day and Wilson. My man's did where, what? Where he plunged, he uh fell out of out of the skyscraper, plunged to his death Sunday morning. I'm like, oh my god, that's horrible. Apparently, what happened was he was telling a bunch of students how strong the glass was and decided to hurl himself into the frame. I'm like, wait, it's <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. That's not, that's not. <laughs> wait, he did what now? He did wait, excuse me. <laughs> Sir. So you mean to tell me? <laughs> and I yo, they need to invent something where like somehow you can interact with the people on the TV, no matter what you're watching. I don't yeah. care if it's Game of Thrones, what? Like you get because the person would be like, he hurled himself. Like, excuse me, John. Yes, Julius. Can, can you can you hold on? Did you just say what I think? He said, "I know, dead ass." He, ah, he threw yeah. <laughs> dead ass. He threw himself out that window. Oh, that that's wild. I know. I'm telling you. I'm telling. Would you like to see more? Why, yes, Alexa, I would. And then you know what I mean. Like he's just. Like, <laughs> oh wow. Woo. Okay, what's yeah. the next one? <laughs> that's 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 wild. Oh my god! Um, the, the, there's definitely ones that aren't as funny. Um, urban legends that turned out to be true, such as like candy being laced with drugs, which is terrible. Well, it's only happened like twice, though. Apparently, there were reports um, of children returning home with small baggies of crystal meth at one point. That's god awful. Whoever did that needs to die. So, do you know that the only actual case, though, of like a child eating candy that was fucked up and dying from it was intentional? It was from his own dad. What? Really? So. Um, I'll have to actually find the, uh, that's unfortunate. Micah said that her mom found a maggot in her sister's Reese's Pieces. Yep, I don't think anybody put that there. That's disgusting. So, okay, so this dude was like, man, we're going to call, we're going to call this, we're going to call this son Timmy. I don't remember his actual name. You can look mm -hmm. this up. This is a real story. Um, he was like, <coughs> all right, Timmy. Let's have some Halloween candy before you go to bed. And Timmy was like, okay, Daddy. And he was like, you only get one piece. You want to share a pixie stick with me? And he's all like, yeah, Daddy. So then he eats a pixie stick, and he adds one to his son. And he eats his pixie stick, and then he eats his pixie stick and go to bed. And when Timmy is laying in bed, he starts, like, violently throwing up and getting really, really fucking sick. And they rush him to the hospital, but he died from poisoning. And the whole time, Dad was like, it must have been the crack house down the street. It must have been the crack house. It was the crack house down the street. They killed my son. And then they, like, went. And then they well, show us the house, sir. Please show us the house. So he walks them through, like, four different neighborhoods. Like, I thought it was over here, but it's not. And then ends up on, like, the, the doorstep of a vacant building and knocks on the door. And obviously it's vacant. Nobody comes out. It's like, I swore it was here. Like, they must have broken inside and answered the door and then whatever, whatever. And then they found out that he, like, murdered his own son for his insurance money. Oh, my God. 
and tried to pretend that it was uh, the pixie stick um, so that he could take the blame off of himself. Let me... The, <coughs> the dude who killed his son with a poison pixie stick. Ronald Clark O'Brien is his name. Ronald, Ronald Clark, Clark O'Brien and the Candyman, the man who killed Halloween, was the American man who convicted, who was convicted of killing his eight-year-old son Timothy. Woo! I knew it was Timmy. Who? Um, oh my gosh! Eight. Yeah, who killed his eight-year-old um, son Timothy? On Halloween 1974, with a potassium cyanide laced pixie stick that was ups that was collected during a trick or treat routing, O'Brien poisoned his son in order to claim life insurance money to ease his own financial troubles because he was a hundred thousand dollars in debt. O'Brien also distributed poison candy to his daughter and three other children in an attempt to cover up his crime and blame it on someone else. However, neither his daughter nor the uh, nor the other children that um, actually ate the poison candy. He was convicted of capital murder in June of 1975 and sentenced to death. He was executed via lethal injection on March 1984. What? Who? I think that's the first time I've ever heard of life insurance being taken out on a child. Yeah, he put life insurance on like a month before he did this. <sighs> that's always a bad... Yo, I've seen so many true crime stories, and it, it, it'd be like, listen, okay, so it'd be like, be like, this is this is a, a little break of Chris, Chris X Claire tips. If you are married or in a relationship with someone, and they take a life insurance policy out on you out of nowhere, please be careful for the next, I don't know, six months or so. Usually, it's not even that. It's like, <laughs> it's like, like you said, like, like if you, like if you and me are married, I'm going to be like, honey, you know, I know mm -hmm. that you're like getting closer to 50 and you're really out. Yeah. But I'm like, shh. Um, I'm like, God damn, 50 not even old. But, oh, I'm like, shh. but you're getting closer to 50 and I noticed that gray hair in your beard the other day and. I was just wondering if maybe it's time to get life insurance. And you'd be like, yeah, honey. And then all of a sudden you're like, man, when do, what's that? What's this? What's, why do we have rat poison? Oh, there's mice in the attic. Also, yeah. I made you muffins. Well, well oh, gee, baby. You never make me muffins. I made muffins. Are you going to have one? Absolutely. <laughs> I noticed you grabbed from the other tray. <laughs> right, no, you, you have like you have like four of them, and like the mm. one in the back corner on the right that has frosting on it. She's like, mm. <laughs> "Why don't I get frosting? Because you're hitting fifty, baby." I'm looking out for that heart. He must have died because he he all he did was eat muffins all day. Is that? <laughs> I told him not to eat the frosting. His ass was grabbing that frosting behind my back and just scooping that thing up like he the was cholesterol. Funny. Right, he was scooping that thing up like he was Winnie the Pooh and Honey. Oh, father! Oh, father! <laughs> they always be doing that shit. They be like, <laughs> oh, 
Right. They always be doing that. They be like, <laughs> I remember, yo, my favorite episode. I might have brought it up before, but my favorite episode of Disappeared. There was this woman. It was down somewhere down south or whatever, where there was like alligators and stuff like that, right? And the um the husband liked to to fish. So one day he goes out, he doesn't come back, right? They find like his pants and different things, like gone, whatever, right? And they're just like, hmm, wow, what happened to him? Whatever, right? So then they find out that the wife took out like a bunch of life insurance policies, which is suspicious as hell. And then they found out like she had bought like all these new fishing clothes and like threw them where the gators were. And stuff like that, like new clothes, like <laughs> I but can't had recall tags on them. <laughs> <Sorry. We're> right? <laughs> then it's just like she's just like, yeah, like she. Oh my god, she was a terrible person too. She would just like, she ended up being with like uh, his brother or something like that, and then like, like it was like not long after her husband died, and it was just like she made all this money off the life insurance policy she was she she was she was like calling the insurance before he died talking about now listen i'm just making sure if he died how soon would i be able to get the life insurance it's like are you kidding me I, I watched the episode of Forensic Files of that one time. Did ask this woman, but this dude increased his life insurance on his wife like four different times in the span of six months. Mm -hmm. And he called and he was like, you know, my wife's been talking about about unaliving herself an awful lot lately. And I was just wondering, in the case of her unaliving herself, do I still get money? And I'm like, motherfucker, what? <laughs> and then he ah! you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, would I still get money? They're like, no. <laughs> and, and he's like, he's like scratching it off. Do not slit wrists and put knife in left hand. You know, like, oh my god, I gotta push it up the I'm fucking sorry. stairs. I guess. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say unaliving herself. I, she is perfectly healthy and in great mental state. I'm just saying, like, accidents happen. So what in if the she event falls that down there's the an accident? You know, because she be clumsy like that, haha. -ha. <laughs> like, yo, you know, some life insurance agents be getting some crazy calls. Like at least one perp agent got to be oh, like, "Listen, yeah. listen, Carol, let me tell you what happened on Sunday night." You know what I'm saying? Like they got one, at least one. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ooh. All right. What's the next one? All right, this one's a little scary, a little okay. bit scary. It's kind of scary. Like I, 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 I'm skimming these real quick just to, you know, make sure they're good because some of them really suck. All right. So anyway, <clears throat> here's a story from someone in the first person they're telling. All right. Okay. I used to love swimming. I'd go snorkeling, scuba diving, even jumped off a few cliffs into the water. When I was about 18, I read the Necromicon, the collection of Lovecraft short stories not the real thing, <laughs> had a good scare, giggled at how silly I was to be unnerved and went about my life. The next year, I went to Crete, Crete, um, I'm not exactly sure how to say it, C-R-E-T-E, Crete, I don't know. Anyway, next year, I went there on holiday. 
And on the first day, I jumped right into the ocean with my dad and went out deep. <clears throat> I ended up feeling something tickling my legs. I dive under to see, since it's too deep for seaweed to reach this high, and I wanted to see fish. But there were tentacles everywhere. I was so shocked, I lost my air and panicked hard. I started breathing in water as all of a sudden, glowing eyes, sharp beaks, and suckered tentacles came out at me. Thankfully, my dad got me to the shore and didn't understand what was going on because he'd seen nothing. But suddenly, he had a grim look on his face. We went to the doctors, and it turns out I'm the victim of a family curse, schizoaffective disorder. My dad was horrified because since he hadn't gotten it like his brother and his mother, he thought I'd be safe. They caught it early, but this revelation then led to a lot of aspects of my life being thrown in the air. Entire people in my life became false. Ideas I'd had were delusional. Outbursts were revealed to be due to mood swings. I'm doing much better now, but I still don't go into the water. That's freaking scary. See, I... That's I, scary. I fuck with that so heavy. That's because scary. after my DID diagnosis, I found out right. that a lot of these people... That I had met in my life that I thought were like really good friends that nobody remembered, like ended up not actually being people. They were alters that I was just talking to, vibing with. And I was I was in like, such like like, like and I was so real. No, like, no, no, they weren't real. It's called dissociative psychosis. Mm. And you literally like project your alters. And or you can dissociate so hard that you, like there's like a cross plane between your reality and like your alters being conscious mm -hmm. and it makes it almost like a split level of consciousness like i could look at xandra like i'm looking at you right now and talk to her like i'm talking to you right now and it would feel 100 real to me so for me to find out that like a bunch of, of people that like helped me get through my life and were like friends of mine didn't exist was really really rough on me but i would be like oh you guys remember <coughs> remember jake i'd be like jake i'd be like yeah we were in elementary school together and then i would be like this is what he looked like this was this was his family this is like he was allergic to peanut butter yeah and they'd be, and they'd be like mm -mm. I, I remember that i was looking through our yearbook from high school trying to find one of my friends as she went by bunny and bunny didn't exist at all never had Damn. and i was like that is some shit that's yeah that's scary like yeah it's heavy what your brain can fabricate and how real it can feel that's insane like how like like i can't even imagine that's why i'm I mean, so worried about people too that's why i'm like Mm. I just, I'm just like, man, am I, am I like over exaggerating in my head when I mean to people? Or like sometimes if I only meet a person like once or twice, I'm like, mm, they're not real. 
Like, it really, it really, really freaks me out. That's actually one of the reasons I think I'm better with people on the internet, other people that I don't see every day. Because, like, you have to be real. I can't make this up. Like, Micah has to be real. I can't make this up. Because, literally, she's been, like, she, like, her and I have had conversations independently of each other. But I know that I am not talking to her, logging out, logging into a different account. Respond, responding is Micah and then being here again. I know that I'm not doing that versus I don't know if that person is real. <laughs> Micah said, I heard a story about this other girl remembering the first instance of her alters being this young boy I used to play with, but I didn't know it went that far. Yeah, it really can. It really fucking can. Like, I think my therapist found out that I had projected at least 10 people that I were convinced were real people that were not real people. And that's why, and like, it's so crazy to me now that it makes sense now that I know that I have DID because I would have notes from them and I would have like, I'd be like, no, like clearly this person, people will be like, you don't actually have a friend named Jake. Like, I've never met Jake. I'm like, no, Jake wrote me this letter. And, like, the letter would right. be in somebody else's handwriting. So, of course, I was like, this is a real person. But I right. never had but I never had pictures of Jake. And I never had phone calls with Jake. But I would have Jake's voice recorded on my phone. But it was just me talking as Jake, not realizing that that was myself. Like, in, in uh, absolute insanity. Like, I would be like, oh, here's a jacket that I'm wearing. It's this is Jake's jacket. It was my jacket, but Jake had bought it, and it was in my closet because Jake left because Jake put it in my closet. Mm -hmm. Like the amount of shit that I found out that actually made sense, but at the same time, it made me feel lonely. Yeah. These, were, these were the people that I was the safest with, and they were my best friends, and they didn't fucking exist. And that's really, really, really hard to swallow. Yeah, that and, and like, and then there will be like people who is like, you know, I mean, it's it's fine like if people don't understand and stuff like that, but there's like this um, readiness to like dismiss other people's experiences and stuff like that. I've met people who said like, you know, they've seen ghosts or they've seen different things, and like regardless of whether like say like I believe in ghosts, right? Like say I don't believe in ghosts or whatever, yeah, right regardless of whether I believe it in or not, that person may believe in it hard, believe in it really heavy. And so like telling them straight up, like you can have a discussion about like whether ghosts are, are real or not. But the fact of the matter is like that, dis that logical discussion is not just going to change their mind outright. Like, Oh, you know what? What you just said made so much sense to me statistically. Ghosts are not real. Like, it's like, because the reason they hit the whole ghosts are real or ghosts are not real is based on their whole experience. Like, you're experiencing your experiences. And no one else is going to experience your experiences the way that you do. And so, like, you having DID, someone could be like, oh, you're faking or it's not real or blah, oh, blah, blah, blah. You're just a compulsive but liar. Right. They could say all that stuff, but they don't know. And until they have some kind of like hard, which I don't even know why somebody would do a crazy investigation, but like, <laughs> unless someone had 
crazy hard, hard, hard evidence of someone lying, maybe not about DID, but like, you know, something in general. Um, you can't say whether that person is or is not experiencing that. You know, you, you just don't know. You just don't know what it's like. It's kind of like, it's kind of like people that get addicted to like opioids and stuff like that. It's like, you could tell them all you want. Don't stop. I, I mean, <laughs> sorry, stop. <laughs> Not, don't stop. Not, I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid. Don't you, stop. No, I saw the stop. panic. You were like, wait, wait. <laughs> Back up. They're like, nope, we clipped we clip that. No, nope. Clipped it, motherfucker. Right. Shot, he's, shot, he's the shot. opposite. Of, he's the, doing the opposite of there. No, but um, <laughs> don't stop. Ooh, you heard Julius. He told me don't stop. <laughs> no, but um, no, you, you would hear people saying like, oh, just stop taking those opioids. Just stop drinking. Just stop. Just stop. It's easy. Willpower. Just stop. And it's like, no, it's not. It's a, it's At that point, it's a chemical thing. It's You literally cannot okay. without help. You need help. You need... Like, even if you are going to go cold turkey, you need someone there to make sure you don't go back to it. You need assistance to get you through the you, hard you need, times. You need support. You, you need that support. And, like, I'm I'm using drugs as an example, but it the same goes with mental health. You need that support. You need it. Like, if you don't have it, it's going to be very rough. You may You may not make it as far, you know? It's that you need some people to help you. We are not an island. We need each other. So, yeah. But yeah, I get tired of people saying like, "Oh, you listen to whatever," you know. Yeah, it really, man. It 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 really does suck. Like it super does suck that, um. Like the DID does that to me, or that because I've told you I take responsibility for my mental health. Like, I didn't mean to lie to you. It didn't mean that it doesn't mean that I didn't, or that one of my alters didn't, or that I unintentionally didn't, but like I still did, and I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I'm and, and that's a hard conversation. Nope, nobody likes having those conversations, especially when you have a mental disorder like this, because it's inevitable. Like I, what was it like three months back? I messaged you like six different screenshots of shows that we've done. And I was like, none of these are me. Like none of them even told you that that wasn't me. And I'm really sorry. I felt awful because, of them I could because you were under the impression that you were talking to me. And that really bothers me that they just didn't tell you that it wasn't me. And I'm just like, bye. Like it, it bothers me because I'm such an honest person and value honesty so much that I have a disorder that makes me feel like I have to constantly apologize for not being truthful. And it's just, it's really weird. And I don't like it. <laughs> and I remember you went, you like went away for like a few days and I was like bugging out. I'm like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm sorry. She's really antisocial. <laughs> I like reached out to Charles. I'm like, where is she? Where's Rachel? No, it was really sweet. Like Full Lizzie Batman. listen, Lizzie was out and Lizzie's really antisocial and she really isn't like talking to people. 
And especially not over the phone, she's more, she's more of an in-person person. And Julia sent me like 13 text messages and like was trying to check on me and she wouldn't answer him. So he messaged Charles. It was really sweet. Like he genuinely cares about my existence. I was given I was given <laughs> ultimatums. I was like, I was like, listen, if you don't respond by tonight, I'm reaching out to Charles. I don't care. I'm gonna ask you. Well, maybe the ultimatum is the wrong word, but um no, I really do care. I really do. So, you know. Yeah, so you need you need support. You, need support. support. you can't you can't do it alone. You can't do it alone. No. I, I know. Like recently, like oh my god, like I'm I'm on some medicine for like major depression, and I'm in therapy, and like it's been. I should have done this so long ago. Oh my god, so long ago. I actually feel like I can go on the journey of healing now. And so proud of you, baby. It's been great. Oh my god, I should have done it so long ago. So yeah, if you've been through some kind of trauma or pain or suffering or depression or anxiety or I don't know whatever you need, if you got a problem, like I like, and if you're able to like like get help, support, even if like I don't know, it's not straight therapy, like even just like talking to someone, just like I don't know, just like talk having at least one person that you can be raw with and just tell them everything that's on your mind, like without judgment, like at least have one, having one safe person, have one, at least one safe person. If you're not doing therapy, if you're not doing meds, if you're not doing, you know, if you don't have a big support group, like find somebody, um, because you only got one life and try to live it try to live it as best as possible you know to the highest quality that you can yeah do it do it highly recommended <laughs> thomas said i don't think i've ever been a hundred percent open i have but very rare it's very rare but i'm getting better yes you are honey every day thank you um another one another real life scary one Ooh. Someone said, I had brain surgery roughly three years ago. I lost my concept of time. What felt like four months was only three days. The amount of physical, mental, and emotional pain I went through was crazy. I had to find all of my memories and relearn how to walk, talk, everything. If you want to go through something terrifying, that is it. This one is I I, I read that one because it's fascinating to me because it's not like um like only three days passed but it felt like four months like 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 what is the concept of that yeah what is it that slowed down that's almost I don't know which one's scarier losing time like two weeks like I don't know what's scary because I know you've told me before about like. You might lose like two weeks, but to you it felt like, you know, like it was just like almost the next second. And it's like, it's two weeks later. That's or it's scary. Or years. There's no in between. Yeah, I, either like the, I either feel like I've been gone for a decade or it's been six seconds. Like, why am I in a different room? Right. Like, it's like weird. Like, that's scary. Losing time. But that's also freaky. I've, this is actually the first time I've ever heard of someone 
time being ridiculously slowed down. Right. That's kind of scary depending on what you're doing. Right. Like if for some, <laughs> I'm not trying to make light of this, but like, you know, if you're on like a wave runner and you're like, wow, it felt like I was on that rave runner for eight hours. Well, even that might be too much, you know, like, I guess it depends on what you're doing. Yeah. But. Like imagine that, clocking into work and feeling like you were at work for like two months and it was like six hours. Oh, hell no. Oh man. Oh, I almost vomit. I almost threw oh, up. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Yeah, it ha it, you'd have to do something. You'd have to be like, listen, it's going to take me a whole month to get to my next action, but I need to get there so I can survive the next, what it will feel like, few months. Right. You know what oh, I mean? Wow. Like, listen, I'm about to enjoy this, like, chicken Alfredo. Like, I've never enjoyed it before. And it's like three weeks later in your head, you're just like, God damn, this is good. <laughs> I this don't even know. That's freaky. That's, that's, uh, yeah, that's, oof. I don't even know how to. You lost a concept of time. Oof. Anyway, that's freaky. Um, so yeah, um, there's also another story, apparently a letter to the editor of the journey journal of the American medical association in 1982 documented how a medical school student recognized her own great aunt among the cadavers being dissected in her class. She recognized her great aunt. That's awful. This situation doesn't happen very frequently, but it does happen. Bro, how do you emotionally recover from that? The fucking trauma. I don't even well, know. Well, imagine not knowing I, until it's like a pretty far into the process. Like you're walking around the class and you're like, and you're like, okay, everybody, how are you? Is that Sarah? Like, just a Oh, I hated that. No, thank you. That made Ugh. my tummy feel funny. <laughs> and then you get that asshole professor. You cannot be excused. This is science. It's like, God damn, are you serious? Like, no. Right, but this is my relative. Right. I'm not I'm not dissecting Mima. Like right. Mimi <laughs> Mimi Miriam. I'm not this <laughs> This is one that a lot of people probably have heard. Um, the urban legend about alligators living in New York City in the sewers. Yeah. Yeah. Found out that to be true. Uh, it was reported. It's a true? Group of, yeah. It's true. A group of teenagers, or um, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Wealthy New Yorkers would bring baby Flor for Floridian alligators back to New York to keep as pets. When they decided their pets weren't quite as cute as they hoped, they would flush them down the toilet. 
I hate humanity. However, the chances of reptiles currently swimming through the sewers is practically like not non-existent. Now. Yeah. Because I mean, it's not like their natural habitat. And it's yeah. also gross, and there's no virtually no food, and yeah. But I mean, that isn't that crazy though. Like they would be like, "Oh, these are these cute pets," and like, eh, "Eh, this is too much. I'm just gonna flush it down the toilet." Like, anyway, that's that is some of the crazy stuff that I got. Ugh, I got one more. Okay. There was a man who got out of his car after it broke down on the highway and attempted to walk across the highway to the other side late at night. He was hit by a car, and his body was driven over so many times that by the time the sun came up, his body parts were scattered across 300 miles of highway. That's crazy. Oh, man. Oh, that sucks. Oh, that's, that's crazy. How do you even gather those gather those remains to like do any? <sighs> fuck, have to use a fucking shovel and a Roomba. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Roomba. <laughs> Industrial strength Roomba. <laughs> Oh that's, my that's terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. But yeah, um, those are some uh, crazy, horrific, and real stories. Ugh. I just had a list of like classic urban legends. Oh, I love that you, I lo I love that you went there, and then I I was like, oh, I have it. I'm gonna do it cheesy. <laughs> you can. You still can go for it. Go for it if you want. Um, one of my favorite ones is um, based on a true story. I don't know how true it is, of course, because it's an urban legend. Um, so this girl, you know, was um, hanging tight in her apartment one night. And uh, she has her dog and she lives by herself. And she loves and her dog's like very important to her, you know. And um, she puts her, she's like petting him and stuff. And he jumps down off the bed. But he hears a noise in the next room. And there's like a box falling over. So she was like, whatever, like a box fell over. It's not a big deal. So um, she lays there for a little bit longer. She's going to sleep. She puts her uh, uh, her hand down. She pets her dog. She goes to sleep. But she wakes up in the middle of the night to hear another thumping sound. And she's like, bro, like, what the what the fuck is what the fuck is going on in there? And uh, she drops her fingers down because she's nervous. And she pets her dog. He licks her. She's like, okay, cool. I'm good. And it goes back to sleep. Um, and then she wakes up, Micah, could you chill? So she wakes up in the, um, so she wakes up in the morning, goes to the bathroom to take a shower, sees her dog gutted in the tub and written on the wall of the bathtub is humans lick too. Ew. So homeboy crept into her house, was watching her sleep, crawled under the bed, licked her fingers, murdered her dog, and then wrote on the wall in its blood. I don't know how true that one is, but I've heard that one a lot and a lot of different variations of that one. So I feel like it might be based on a true story. I could see that being true. Ew. 
People are weird. I can imagine. People are weird. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. So that that's one that's like always stuck with me. It makes me really uncomfortable. Oh, another um, one that makes me uncomfortable. Do you remember a few episodes back whenever we talked about <laughs> scary stuff? And I got out my scary stories in the, the tell in the dark, and I was yeah. showing you artwork. Well, one of them is called High Beams, and I've never forgotten this. And like, especially when we we're driving back from California, the entire time I was like in the car because of this story. Oh, um, so this, so this, so this girl, you know, is driving home. Uh, she gets in her car, she's driving home, and the whole time behind her, this truck is just on her ass riding her ass and every so often just flashes her with his high beams it's just like bro what the fuck like she's freaking out about it because he's like on her ass the entire drive just flashing his high beams at her like every so often and um she pulls into her she calls the cops she's like yo this dude's behind me he's been behind me the whole time like he's he's on my ass i'm almost home i've even taken like three right turns he's still trailing me like like Mm. And um, she gets to her driveway, and as she gets to her driveway, the cops pull up, and they're, like, getting dude out of the truck. And as he's getting out of his truck, he's, like, screaming. He's like, you know, get her, get the girl, get the girl, like, please get the girl. And they're like, why? And he's like, there's someone in her car. So they, go over, they go over to her car and drag out someone who was hiding behind her seat. He was flashing his high beams because every time that he would see this dude get up, he would hit his high beams on and honk at her so that he would get scared and duck back down. So he followed her from where he saw the dude get in her car all the way to her house, hitting those high beams so that this dude wouldn't kill her. Like, and, but like, again, that's something that I can actually see happening. Yeah, like I could actually see somebody do that. Oh, that's not okay. That 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 one's freaky. No, yeah, my one, skin is crawling. Oh, that's Ugh. freaky. No, the one. No, I th when you mentioned high beams, I thought you were gonna talk about like the uh, gang initiation stuff, like that. No. That people like it was kind of like an urban legend, but it, but people actually do that sometimes mm -hmm. in gang initiations where they'll drive around late at night with their their beams off. And then you, if you flash them, they'll chase you down and try to run you off the road. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, like, I thought you were going that route, but ill. No, your story was worse in a way. Yeah. And it's, it just, it also, it sucks because, like, you know, the dude says in the stories that I didn't know if I actually saw what I thought I saw. Or, like, or like what if it was like someone she knew trying to prank her? Like, I didn't know. But then he drove behind her for a mile to make sure, and then he saw like the person unfurling from behind the seat with a knife. And he was like, "No, no, 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 no!" And, like hit his high beams, like blared his horn, trying to get this girl to pay attention or pull over or something. And all she could see was him because the glare from his high beams. I would not be okay. I'd be like, my kids would be like, grown adults would be like, "Why is Dad always checking the back seat?" Like. <laughs> I check the back seat so much when we drive because, and before I get in the car, I always check the car. Yeah. Like it, something about it just rubbed me the wrong way. I didn't like it. I, eh, I'm not. I'm, eh. see, see a lot of horror movies. See a lot of horror movies. Read too, too many forensic files. I read scary stories in the dark. Whenever I was a fucking dude, bro, like mm -hmm. I'm mortified. Oh my god! Like th that that video game I told you about, PT. That's so freaky. I know Thomas knows what I'm talking about because I remember. <laughs> He got so scared he threw the controller. 
jumped over the couch. <laughs> Charles like, loves playing horror games. This is oh, uh, PT is the only game that I got. I actually shut off when I know what's gonna happen. Other than that, I'm good with like all, almost like all horror. Like I can watch like anything, but like for some reason that game I just can't. I just cannot. And so whenever I play it, it's freaky how your mind plays tricks on you, because like I'll be like walking around my house in the dark. Because I, I just can, you know, whatever. You know your house, whatever. You're not afraid of the dark. You're a grown person, you know. I'm afraid so that, of the dark. No. I, I'm not afraid of the dark. But I am. but after I play that game, I'd be feeling so freaked out. Like I'd be like, I'd be like looking like Oh, I got a question. I got a question for y'all, but that's up to y'all if y'all want to see it. Do you want me to show you a part of PT? It, yes, but if we're gonna do that, I'm gonna turn this light over here on. Cause I already freaked <laughs> myself out with high beams. So give me a second. Mm. All right, guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just show y'all part of it. It won't probably be as bad because you're not playing it. But um, I'm gonna. Hey, it's Halloween, right? Halloween. It's Halloween. Mike, it's too late for Micah, You can stop watching. <laughs> it's Halloween. I'm trying to find. <laughs> she said it's too late for this. She's like, I Chris, do not. She's like, I do I not know. want this. Oh, hold on, I gotta make sure it has like the parts up. It's freaky. So while you're doing that, I'm going to tell another one of the um, scary stories to tell in the dark stories. So this dude <coughs> lives out in the lives out in the country. And um, he has like a meat smoker. Like in his yard, he has like a meat smoker, like a smokehouse. And, you know, him uh -huh. and his wife are happily married. And, you know, they live in this little quiet, uh, you know, little, little house out in the country. And... One night, he hears, like, rustling around in the smokehouse. He's like, well, fuck no. There's meat out there. That shit's expensive. I'm not dealing with it. So he goes out there um, with his shotgun, and he sees this ginormous black cat, like, out mm -hmm. fucking around inside the smokehouse. He's like, no, well, fuck you. So he tries to shoot it. It runs away. He misses it. And, and you know, and he's like, well, that was, that was weird. So he looks all around his house. He looks everywhere for it. He has to make sure, you know, that... He wants to make sure that, you know, this thing isn't going to come back and take his meat. Well, the next day he tells his wife, you know, I'm going to go into town and I'm going to get like a bunch of traps. I'm going to try to catch this cat because like I, I can't have eaten our meat. She's like, absolutely, honey. I understand entirely. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh, she's like, I'll wait here for you. So he goes out to town, gets traps, comes back. Wife is asleep. He's like, love you, honey. Lays his traps, whatever. He goes to bed. He wakes up again. Uh, in the middle of the night to hear more banging in the smokehouse. He's like, oh my God, I laid traps. I know that I should have caught this cat. He goes out there this time with his shotgun, sneaks up in there, and he shoots it. And when he shoots it, he happens to hit its paw. And he's like, fuck, well, I, I fucked up. I fucked it up. Um, well, he got the paw, and he, like, stuck it down in his pocket as a trophy. And he was like, ha, I got the cat. Like, it's never going to do this shit again. Can't wait to show my wife. And he goes inside. He wakes and he goes to go wake her up and she is in the bathroom dead on the floor bleeding out from missing a hand and when he goes to pull the paw out of his pocket it's her hand with her wedding ring on it oh
where kitty in the country. Micah said she's got a story. Well, what's your story, Micah? It's probably that she fucking left. <laughs> uh, she's like, I am gone. Ma Micah, I'm going to get you a set of these books and send them with you. Send them to you in your fucking birthday package that I've been trying to send you for four months. This thing is freaky. But anyway, um, yeah, so I'm just going to show you all a little bit of it. I'm not going to show you all the whole thing because there's like a lot. But, um, so it's like it's it's like a first person thing and you're like you're in like um, you're kind of like in this like apartment and you, it's first person, so it's kind of freaky. Yeah. But before we get into your, oh. your oh. video, okay. Okay. Micah's my, my, my telling her story. Okay. She said, so these three kids go out to an old abandoned house in the hill, right? Of course it's an old abandoned house in the hill. It's a dare. They're teenagers and want to do something spooky. Teenagers always want to be doing something spooky in a house on a hill. But they're all white, too. Every one of them is white. <laughs> I'm talking like that the, their paint swatches are apricot flesh, driven snow, and paper. Okay? Th those are those are their paint swatches. <laughs> Wonder bread and they wonder they go and wander around for a while. The plan is to stay the night to prove that they to prove they're that they are punks. They got this. They explore the different rooms of a house of the house. Large grand dining room, study with old books. Oh man, I'm getting anxious. What do they find? What do they see, Micah? What do they see? They find this huge room. Cover wall to wall with these old pictures of these different people. They laugh, make fun of the old faces, and then swap stories on what the pictures could yeah. be. I've never heard this story. And I don't think I like it. A huge room covered wall to wall with old pictures. So every wall up and down is filled with old pictures of people. Ew, that's the worst wallpaper ever Lowe's discontinued that in the 30s oh man uh, you're watching video clips love it <laughs> charles plays this one game i don't know what it's called he almost freaks me out with it they finally find a more cozy room where they can rest. They sprawl out their sleeping ro sleeping bags and trade stories. Finally, they go to sleep. Bru so, no. You gonna sleep in the house on the hill? <laughs> Why are you gonna with, do... With, with, with the people? On the... No! Don't do that. The, okay, so this is David, John, and, Tr and, and Trent. 
Clyde. Clyde, no, Trent. Brett. <laughs> Brett. <laughs> Brad. 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 No, it's Brad, Brett, Allison. And Buck. Why would you stay in the room? Why would you why would you stay in the house? They yeah. rolled out their sleeping bags to go to sleep. David wait. David, <laughs> I love how she added. I love how she added the names. David wakes up. David wakes up to his friend Trent panicking. Early in the morning, he lets himself get dragged out of the room they slept in. Okay. So, like, okay, I get it. Like, he's he's. They're like, oh, last time I was there, I felt like a presence, and it's like. Okay, so we're not going in there, right? Last time I was there, I felt a presence. It's like, um, Last time I was there, I almost died twice. Let's go back. Trent brings him to the room with the pictures. Chad! <laughs> Chad! Chad is standing in the middle of the room, the morning sun hitting him on all sides. The room had no pictures in it. It was filled with windows. Oh, oh my god, I'm gonna vomit. Oh, so that was ill. Oh my god, I'm gonna I have tears in my eyes. It was all windows. Ew. Of these different people, they oh, it's like Happy Halloween, everyone. Could you imagine the realization? And like, and like, imagine how long they were standing in there, just looking at all these things, looking back at them. Ooh. No, God, ew. Okay, let's watch your scary thing. I must skip around because okay. uh, it's too long, so I don't want to make it. Gotcha. Micah, I got that. Um, so the premise is like you're kind of in an apartment. It's first person. And um, I know, and this is like a YouTube video. So like it doesn't even look as good as it could. But see, th I'm just showing this part. You kind of get like a... This brutal killing took place. You kind of get like a sense of the apartment. And it's kind of crazy because it loops. Like you go through the door and you're back where you begin. Stuff like this. So it, it puts you into like this false sense of like kind of like security. Because see, if you go through that door. Oh, now the door is locked. So you're kind of like, what's. The game like messes with you and stuff. Um, okay, one second. <laughs> Thomas knows what's up. Um, and so then it just gets freakier. And for example, Like, you're in the apartment and there'd just be something like... 
just standing there. Like freaky stuff like that, you know what I mean? And then here, and then <laughs> here. And again, I'm not even showing you all this. I'll show this last clip. Yeah. All right. I'm done. I'm done. I swear I'm done. It was like, found the ghost. I was like, it's right there. It's <laughs> I swear I'm done. I swear I'm done. But yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh... But anyway, yeah, it's really free. Okay. I just showed you clips, but like there's other freaky stuff and it's just, it builds, it builds. So it doesn't start out. You even see the ghost. Yeah. It's the tension. Gets yeah. In like slowly but surely it just makes you uh and the way the game is designed is crazy too like if you pause the game for example it might punish you like when you unpause she's in your face like stuff like that okay you're gonna have to like um you need to tell Charles about that and play with him. He'll love it. He loves shit like that. It's his ah, favorite. It's, his it's, favorite. The, it's the only game that I'm like, like I kind of know know what's coming, and I'm just like, I'm done. I'll like shut off the app in the PlayStation. I'm like, you know what? Not tonight. And now that I just watched that, it's going to be crazy because <laughs> I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to go to bed, and I'm going to be like, I, listen, Lisa, because her name is Lisa, the ghost. Lisa, I know you're not there. Like, stop fucking around. You know what I mean? Maybe but at the same, but at the same time, in your mind, you're kind of, you know, it's playing. Stop. No, she ain't. What if she's behind you? What if she's behind you right now? She ain't. She ain't. She don't want this. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Lisa, you gotta let me go, girl. <laughs> Lisa doesn't have the ability. Ooh. No, but it was, yo. Know, oh my god. Oh, Thomas and Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, listen, you need to fix them teeth first. It's really um, funny. He said, he said, Quentin tried to have me scared in my own house. <laughs> I know. And then, and then Micah said, y'all making me so paranoid in my own damn room. <laughs> um, but what would a Halloween episode be without all that? You, you're right. We, we've given you urban legends and all kinds. We talked about scary shit and serial right. killers. Like we've done good, right. guy. A horror game. Like we're doing great, y'all. Right. Like this ain't the Christmas episode. Then we can sing Kumbaya and talk Yay. about the joy of love and Christmas movies and cocoa. And right. We could do all that stuff. Yeah. But that ain't tonight. Wasn't that night? And speaking of, do you remember like the OG, like scary whatever game? It was, do you remember, like, forever ago, whenever uh, the Slender Man thing first came out? 
Oh, yeah. And, like, you could play on your phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't, like, the OG scary game. It was one of those very first ones that you could do on your phone. Mm-hmm. Where you had to, like, walk around through the forest and, like, you would hear the leaves crunching. You had to get the notes. And, like, the notes the notes would progressively get creepier the longer you played the game. Like, once you found the fourth note, it would be, like, he's behind you would be the note. And you'd have to, like, you'd have to go into the abandoned fucking buildings yeah. and hear the static. Uh, yeah, and, and it's crazy you mentioned that because PT does that same thing. There's a part in the game where the radio is playing, and yeah. all of a sudden the radio is like he's doing a news story, and he's just like, "Yeah." So anyway, the the person went to the grocery store and look behind you. I said, "Look behind you." And in, in that game I just showed, and the crazy thing is, sometimes. She is behind you. Sometimes she's not. They designed the game to fuck with you. I'm gonna vomit. So sometimes I there's literally times I turned around. She is not there. Sometimes she's there and she messes you up. Hate that. Me too. That's why. So is this cross compatible? Like, could you play with your PlayStation? <laughs> Charles could play on his on his computer because I. Um, think I think I have a computer version. I could probably send on, uh, in like a Dropbox or something. I just gotta find it. Because I have I mean, it on my computer. I mean, fuck! I tried to play it. Why not? I cried the whole time. I will Man, cry I, the whole time. I played it in um virtual reality. I was not okay. Like you're. Why you're- would you do that? <laughs> I was not okay. I thought you were a smart man until you oh. just had that made that statement. No, you know what though? It's you not. I'm not. It's not real though. I know it's a game. No, no, I, no. You said no. <laughs> no. You said no. No. I think I won't. Nah. Okay. <laughs> She's like, listen, you brought you lost some points. But does anyone have any wonderful questions for us while we wrap up? This wonderful, freaky man. Some of those true life stories I'm gonna remember for a while. Mm-hmm. So what about the kid getting beheaded? Fucked me up. I know. You just walk in, and there's just a head. That's freaky. Oh, and it's a kid. Like, how, like how do you? Re- how literally? How do you recover from that? I don't, I don't think you can. How do you have therapy that covers that? Like the rest of like I can. Uh, I don't think you can. You're not gonna. You're not gonna forget that. Any, que- any questions, comments, concerns, anything that like that from the chat? Right. But I do know um, shows that we will have planned eventually. We'll obviously do a Christmas episode. I'm sure we'll do a Thanksgiving episode, even though that one I'm sure is going to be just like. Let's talk about Thanksgiving. Okay, I don't have the same ring to it, but <laughs> it's like too many, too many syllables. Um, but the Christmas one, will, I'm sure, will be fun. We'll get like hot cocoa or chocolate, and we can wear jammies. Yeah, we'll wear pajamas, and we'll talk about. I'll probably get some Christmas lights, maybe like hanging around me. Yeah, I'll something. get some for me too. And, and maybe we can review Christmas movies on one of them. And then in another, cute. we can. I don't know. Talk about something. Well, we could talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Mike is like, I got Mike is like, I gotta get y'all back. I gotta get you back for scaring me. Oh, oh man. man. Loud mac and cheese for the next Thanksgiving dinner. I always want mac and cheese for Thanksgiving. It's important. You gotta have that with the dressing, with your stuffing and your mashed potatoes. It's that bite of side that just, mm. You know what? Even if I don't make it for everybody else, I'll make me some damn mac and cheese. I will make you some mac and cheese, Daddy. I promise I will. Make you some mac and cheese. I make it homemade too, my own sauce, everything. I'll drive. I'll drive down there just for better. <laughs> right? I know, right? We need to see each other. So. Yeah, miss my buddy. Been too long. But anyway, peoples, I think that'll be it for tonight. So, uh, you know. Be safe, be well, be blessed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, don't forget to like to caress the like button, but aggressively pound the share. Mm -hmm. Um, <coughs> and um, get you this aesthetic you're going to see at some point in time in the mythic series. This is the aesthetic of one of the future villains, so familiarize yourself with it. Yeah, and this is just Jason, so you're not going to see that in any books. No, not for a while. We're good. Luca, do you have a question? Any question for us? You got about two minutes to ask a question if anybody has a question. We don't talk about Bruno. No, oh, no, 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 no. no. We don't, we don't talk, talk about, about Bruno. But. It was our wedding day. It was our wedding day. We were getting married and there wasn't a cloud in the sky. No clouds allowed in the sky. Bruno walks in with a mischievous grin. Thunder. You telling the story or am I? I'm selling me be like a woman. Bruno, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I was pepper, but <laughs> no, I loved everything about that. That was wonderful. <laughs> no, listen, we're gonna we're gonna do. We don't talk about Bruno. Everyone's gonna be like, "Well, Chris is gonna be Peppa, and right. Julius is gonna be Felix," and then we totally yeah. won't be. Yeah. <laughs> Costume changes right. You're gonna be Dolores. I'm gonna I'm gonna be Camillo. <laughs> with the fall of sound, uh, with the sound oh, of no, 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 no. falling sand. <laughs> <laughs> and I lost my head. Tell God, I fucking hate you, Sabella. <laughs> I know that she got her redemption. Your boyfriend's here. Isabella, <laughs> your boyfriend's here. Oh, God. He's everything. Tell me that. Oh, God. But he's got like handfuls of flowers. Oh, like, right. Throwing them to everybody. Right. Rats along his back. Rats the longest name. rats when he calls your <laughs> name. They all turn to rats. <laughs> he sees your name. He feeds the rats. Me. He took my cheeks with you. Well, it, it's the knife for me that you're like. 
Hey, Jason can love too. That he only his mama. Oh, with that being said, thank you for joining us on the crit. Shame on you, Thomas. Go see it. Wow. We All literally right, so stopped talking and said, <laughs> I know. Shame on you. <laughs> Everybody's shame Thomas. He isn't seeing Kanto. Just at least, at least go watch the, the We Don't Talk About Bruno thing on YouTube. Mm -hmm. real quick. Do it. Um, but yeah. Thank you for joining us for this Halloween episode. That is the Chris X Clay Experience. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Chris X Claire Experience. If you love this podcast, head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. You can also check out fantasyworldbooks.com to get more information on other shows, books, music, and more. We also want to thank you for your support, because if you stuck with us this long, you can already consider us friends.